0: The Equity Experience Podcast, a space created for every educator or school leader who is authentically pursuing equity and inclusion in their classrooms and schools. I'm your host, Dr. Carla Manning, and I welcome you. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Equity Experience Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Carla Manning. Listen, it is a blessing to be here. It is a blessing to be able to speak to you. It is a blessing. For you to listen to me. So thank you for tuning in. Hope that you are well. I hope that your families are well. I hope that you are blessed. I hope that your family is blessed. I hope that your finances are blessed. (laughs) Okay. So listen, today we have a good episode lined up for you. I would like to share a blog, okay, written by a Miss Rosa Garcia. And this is from clasp.org, clasp.org clasp.org. And the name of this blog is titled Equity Audits Would Strengthen Colleges and Universities. Okay. And the topic of this blog that I'm going to share with you is literally around legislation that was passed about a year ago to foster, advance, and promote equity within post-secondary education, okay, within colleges and universities. So I think this is a very timely piece. I came across this article because I was doing some research on equity audits. And I said, hey, this would be a good blog to share on my podcast with my podcast listeners. All right. So I'm going to read this in its entirety. Again, this blog is not authored by me. This blog is written by Rosa Garcia from clasp.org. And I will share the original blog in the show notes. All right. Equity audits will strengthen colleges and universities by Rosa Garcia. The recent scandal involving wealthy parents paying bribes to get their kids into elite colleges has raised questions about equity and basic fairness in post-secondary education. It has also elevated concerns that wealthy students and legacy applicants have an unfair advantage over low-income students and students of color in the college admissions process, and importantly, it surfaces the question, what responsibilities do federal and state policymakers and higher education leaders have in protecting the interests of all students, particularly low-income students and historically underrepresented students? The question of fairness and equity in post-secondary education goes far beyond the college admissions scandal. In 2016, students of color comprised at least 45% of undergraduate students. Yet people of color were underrepresented among higher education leaders, administrators, and full-time faculty, individuals who have the most influence in crafting institutional policies and practices. According to a report by the American Council on Education, 83% of college presidents identified as white and 16.8% identified as people of color. Among faculty, full professorships were more likely to be held by Whites. In fall 2016, 73% of full-time faculty employed by higher education institutions were White, and 21% were faculty of color. Among instructors, lecturers, and faculty with no academic rank at all types of institutions, a larger share were American Indian or Alaska Native Black faculty, Latino faculty, and faculty of more than one race. While states like California have adopted laws to identify equity gaps in post-secondary education and are moving in the right direction, higher education systems, states, and institutions nationwide must do more to advance equity. Federal and state policymakers and higher education leaders must make clear that a critical component of quality is an institution's ability to admit, retain, promote student success, and foster healthy and equitable campus climates for a diverse range of students. One bill that merits serious consideration is the College Equity Act of 2019, introduced by Senator Brian Schatz, Democrat from Hawaii, and Representative Donna Shalala, Democrat from Florida. This legislation would authorize grants to incentivize institutions of higher ed to address institutional inequities and improve student outcomes. Institutions would use the grants to conduct equity audits to identify gaps by race, ethnicity, income, national origin, gender, or transfer status, and among students who are parenting, first-generation attenders, have disabilities, or face other challenges in post-secondary education. The audits would include a thorough, internal review of institutional practices, including admissions policies, financial aid processes, faculty-and-staff diversity, access to campus support services, credit transfer policies. The audits would include a thorough internal review of institutional practices, including admissions policies, financial aid processes, faculty-and-staff diversity, access to campus support services, credit transfer policies, and other practices. Under the bill, institutions would share findings with higher education accrediting agencies and accreditors would provide technical assistance to help address the findings from the equity audit and share best practices. That's why CLASP strongly supports the College Equity Act of 2019. As Congress considers the reauthorization of the Higher Education Act, Federal and state lawmakers and institutions of higher ed have an opportunity to recognize how our nation's college campuses, workforce, and economy benefit from the immense contributions of low-income students, students of color, immigrants, and adult working students. By highlighting and rectifying disparities in post-secondary education at every level of an institution— we can help promote greater access to higher quality education and improve student outcomes for all. Along with authorizing equity audit grants, Congress must continue to strengthen the capacity of historically Black colleges and universities, Hispanic-serving institutions, predominantly Black institutions, tribal colleges and universities, Alaska Native and Native Hawaiian-serving institutions, Native Americans-serving non-tribal institutions, Asian American and Native American Pacific Islander serving institutions and scale up innovative models of student success at community colleges. Combined, these colleges and universities enroll large concentrations of low income students, students of color, immigrants and adult students and serve as engines of social and economic mobility. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Rosa Garcia, who is the director of post-secondary education and workforce development. Thank you, Rosa Garcia, for writing this fabulous article. I really appreciate it. And this is why I really wanted to share the contents of this article with my podcast, because I think it deserves a very, very necessary discussion and conversation. So thank you, Rosa Garcia. And I want to add my comments in if I can One thing that I think we need to really think about in terms of educators, school leaders, policymakers, community organizers, so on and so on, is how we are fostering equity within an institution writ large, whether that institution is a K-12 institution, whether that institution is a higher ed institution, and how are we really understanding, defining equity, number one. And then how does equity really show up in the policies and practices of the institution, number two? And then also, how is equity perceived by the students and the key stakeholders, right? So in other words, the people who are receiving the education, okay, the customers, if you will, quote unquote, the customers being the students, the people who are receiving the product of the institution, how are the students perceiving equity to be at their institution? What is the climate and culture like of the institution? And I think an equity audit would serve as a great tool for an institution to identify how equitable they are, okay? And right now, I think a lot of K-12 school districts and higher ed institutions are beginning to think about the seriousness of equity audits. And that is really an entire podcast in itself. That is another episode in itself to really break down what equity audits are. In a nutshell, an equity audit is a way of identifying gaps, disparities, gaps, disproportionalities in terms of race, gender, socioeconomic status, national origin, language, so on and so on. But really looking at how an institution is promoting equity within its policies, within its practices, and what does that look like with the data, all right? So I wanted to share this podcast with you because I want us to begin really having these conversations, uh, particularly for those of you who are listening, who serve in the higher ed space, whether you are a faculty member, whether you are a higher ed administrator, perhaps as a dean, perhaps as a provost, perhaps as a university president or chancellor. How are we fostering equity within our higher ed institutions And are we using equity audits as a way to identify racial disparities and other sorts of inequities that may be happening? Okay. So, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Equity Experience Podcast. Again, I wanted to share this conversation with you. I wanted to have this conversation with you to share these thoughts so we can really begin taking action within our institutions to promote equity, and I really believe that equity audits are a really good tool to begin taking action in the equitable experience. All right? So thank you for tuning in to another episode for this podcast. Thank you for listening. I am your host, Dr. Carla Manning. Be well and be blessed.